You are listening to a podcast from Parkside Church of Christ, a non-denominational church in Dearborn Heights, Michigan, sharing life with Christ, with each other, and with our community. At the beginning of March of this year, we began a series that we are calling The Journey to Easter. Over the course of seven weeks, we are exploring what happened in the seven days leading up to Jesus' resurrection. This series will include Sunday morning sermons and also midweek reflections from leaders at Parkside. This podcast will include both. Thanks for joining us on this journey. Welcome to our first video and our second lesson in our Journey to Easter series. Every Wednesday, we'll post a video that, along with Sunday sermon, will help us work our way through some of the key events in the last week of the life of Jesus. Today, we consider these words from the Gospel of Mark. And they came to Jerusalem, and he entered the temple and began to drive out those who sold and those who bought in the temple. And he overturned the tables of the money changers and the seats of those who sold pigeons. And he would not allow anyone to carry anything through the temple. And he was teaching them and saying to them, It is not written, is it not written? My house shall be called a house of prayer for all the nations. But you have made it a den of robbers. And the chief priests and the scribes heard it and were seeking a way to destroy him. For they feared him because all of the crowd were astonished at his teaching. Just one day ago, Jesus entered into the city of Jerusalem to the praise and adoration of the crowds. And now on this Monday, as he returns to the city, he enters the temple and there's a different mood. This is Passover week. So the city and the temple are buzzing with activity. The population of the city has swelled to two or three times its normal size as people from all over have come to celebrate this important event. Because many of these worshipers have traveled a long distance, it's likely they were unable to transport everything they needed in order to, to join in the Passover observance. So in the temple courts, merchants had set up booths to take advantage of this situation. At their booths, they sold, among other things, animals for sacrificing. There were also booths where people could take their local currency and exchange it in order to pay their temple tax. Perhaps there's nothing wrong with any of this, but there's more to the story. These merchants knew that they had a captive audience, so they took advantage of the old supply and demand dynamic charging outrageous prices and fees. And the high priest, the spiritual leader of the whole thing, well, he got a cut of the profits. So right there in the temple courts, you had a pretty lucrative business scheme, all at the expense of the people who were coming to the temple to do their religious duty and worship their God. Make no mistake, these merchants, with the full backing and participation of the religious leadership, were taking advantage of and fleecing 
the people. They were using their, their position and their power to step on those who had few other options. And they did it all in the name of God. So when Jesus walks into the temple, he doesn't see industrious business people who are trying to make a living. And he doesn't see helpful leaders who are seeking to make it more convenient for the traveling worshipers. No, he sees people who are making a mockery of the worship and the community of God. He sees leaders driven by self-interest and greed. Leaders who did not care about their people. In fact, they saw those people as nothing more than pawns that they could use to line their own pockets and solidify their own positions. Jesus saw the crowds coming to the temple to seek God, being oppressed, exploited, and taken advantage of by the very people who were called by God to lead and protect them. No wonder Jesus lost it. There is so much to unpack here in this story. So many things that we could say and probably should say about it. But for today, I'd just like to ask you to think about this one thing. What we see in this story is a contrast. You see people who are coming to the temple seeking God. At the same time, you see leaders who are coming to the temple to seek their own advancement. And here we come to our text today, and I can't help but wonder, what is it that we're seeking? As we take these first steps in our journey toward Easter, it's a good time to ask that question. Because along the way, as Jesus triumphantly enters the city, as he angrily clears out this temple, as he firmly challenges the religious leaders, as he lovingly washes the disciples' feet, as he's sadly deserted by his followers, as he quietly stands before Pilate, as he's mercilessly heckled and abused, as he's unbearably nailed to the cross, oh, it's gonna be easy for us in all of those scenes to avoid that question, as we focus on the actions of the enemies or the mocking of the crowds or the failure of the disciples. So let's make sure as we begin our journey that we ask it now. As we're standing in the temple today with all of the activity that's going on around us, let's find that quiet corner, the corner where we can stop and reflect and ask, why am I here? What do I seek? Is it my own self-interest? Is it my own fulfillment? Is it following Jesus on my terms, seeing what I can get out of it? Or have I come on this journey seeking God? Perhaps if we can step away from our own judgment of the religious leaders and our own righteous indignation over their behavior, we might just be able to see that there is some cleansing to be done in our own hearts, in our own lives this Easter season. And may we have the courage 
to admit it. May you be blessed the rest of this week. We hope to see you Sunday. And I want to leave you with this song to reflect on. And may it be your prayer. Merciful God and Father, loving us like no other, hear our prayer, the cry of our hearts as we come to transgressions we confess to you our sins show us mercy and compassion touch our lives with your healing grace again release us from the we seek your face. Wash us free at last. We receive your love. We receive your like no other. Hear our prayer, the cry of our hearts, as we come to you. We acknowledge our transgressions. We confess to you our sins. Show us mercy and compassion. Touch our lives with your healing grace again. Release us from the as we seek your face, wash us free at last. We receive your love, we receive your healing grace. We receive your love. See